Handle on the News. Handle on the News. He acts like the incredible hawk when he does not get hit what he wants. He does not like to be wet, and he wants to eat as soon as he gets hungry. Here's Bill Handle. All right, everybody. Here we go again. Uh, we start a Monday, May the 7th. All right. Guess who's back? The infamous uh, Jennifer Jones Lee out for a month uh, or a week. Uh, where were you? Uh, I went on a cruise for Scott's 40th birthday, the little Long Beach to Ensenada one. Okay. And then I went home and we're packing up the house to sell it. And I had a yard sale. Okay. It was very exciting. So you were busy. How, uh, how was the cruise? Um, it was a booze cruise. Yeah, of course. Just carnival, as, carnival, yeah. carnival cruise line. Was anybody not drunk? No. Uh, no, I think we were like the only ones. But it was. There's a lot of good people watching when you're like the sober ones. Yeah. There was a wrestling match of people who shouldn't be wearing bikinis in a hot tub behind me. Yeah. That was fun to watch. I know it's carnival. I'm not a big fan of carnival cruise lines. You know, for example, their exotic seafood salad is a can of tuna. <laughs> the food was okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Was- Let's put it this way. You get what you pay for, right? I mean, and and that's not, I'm not being disparaging to Carnival. I'm just saying, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Very, uh, it's it's inexpensive. Yeah. And uh, the food is just above cafeteria, hospital cafeteria. It's a little bit above it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's very strong stuff. It really is. (laughs) A lot of fun. And they nickel and dime you for everything. Yeah, I would say have to because that's uh, you know you got, you have to make your money someplace. It's the drinks. I think it was like eight dollars a day for they call it like the bubble package to where you get like unlimited sodas or juice or something like that. But if you wanted to drink unlimited, right. it was like fifty something bucks a day per you person. Can, you can make that up though because uh, wine, but it's really rot gut wine at dinner. Uh, it's, there's no question about it. Every wine has a screw top on it, uh, or except for the wines that come in boxes that they put on the middle of the table. And, uh, but, we had that, a good but the time. other cruises that it's all included. Yeah. You pay for it. Yeah, exactly. And I tend to go on, uh, I, I, when I go, I tend to go on the more expensive cruises because I like, uh, old white people <laughs> who sip on, uh, you know, sip on those drinks, on those whiskey drinks. Uh, so it's just, but I've been doing that since I've been in my early thirties. Now it fits a little bit better. <laughs> then we have, uh, the, uh, the wheelchair races. Oh, fantastic. And, uh, we have, uh, the Walker races. Wow. Those are very exciting. You can tell at dinner. Well, you uh, both make the, me really excited you know, to go on a cruise. You can, wow. tell, you can tell at dinner that the walkers and the wheelchairs are just lined up on the wall. You know, it's it's both good and bad, right? So there you go. You either get Handel's way of cruising or my way of cruising. Or you can go somewhere in the middle. That's true. All right. Uh, anyway, welcome back. Thank you. And uh, there's uh, Wayne Resnick. Hello. And Alex Razzo. And uh, there's Blake in for uh, John Ramirez today. Are, are you doing uh, Gary and Shannon also today? No, sir. No, sir. Tony's coming in for me. Oh, okay. Good so enough. One. All right. Fair enough. Where's John? Yeah, already, was already John is now a married man. Yep. To and a woman. He's coming back from it. Yes. To, to, well, it wouldn't matter if it wasn't. No, it would just make it for more. But in this would, case, happens to would, be to a woman. It yes. would make it more interesting conversation. Oh, less show material now. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, guys, let's just do it. We have lots and lots to cover today for sure. Some of the big stories that we're covering is uh, the California GOP. Party uh, is not endorsing any Republican. John Thomas is joining us. Uh, you've got that crazy-ass Kilauea volcano. Uh, that, oh, man. So there's lots going on. So in the meantime, let's do it. Lead story. 
As I said, and John's going to cover this at 7 o'clock, the uh, California GOP is not endorsing a, a uh, candidate for governor because uh, neither of the Republicans have garnered the 60% of uh, the vote needed it uh, from the party. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one, to say the least. And here's the problem, is that it may be two Democrats running. That's what I thought. Doesn't this almost ensure that? Not necessarily. We'll talk to John about this. But it doesn't matter. Gavin Newsom is winning it anyway. You know, unless they find out Gavin Newsom is, uh, they have pictures of him screwing a goat. And if it turns out it's an adult consenting goat, he's still winning. Why don't we move on? Let's move on. All right, let's get an update on what's going on in Hawaii. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the well, they're just telling them, go, go now, I think is actually the word that was given to people who live near the Kilauea volcano. But now I just got an update. It's 31 homes that have been destroyed and 1,800 people who have been evacuated. And part of the problem is as this lava just spews up out of the ground, out of the fissures, it's you've got pieces of lava or little bits of lava that are starting spot fires. So if your house isn't mowed down by the lava as it just creeps along and eats everything in its path, then you get a spot fire that started by the lava. And there's something about people wanting to get close to a volcano just to because it's a, a looky-loo thing. Yeah. Uh, the problem, of course, is since you have these pieces of molten rock flying up 200 feet in the air, that may get a little problematic as closer you go. Also, the, the fumes, the toxic fumes, you may die even before uh, you, you get anywhere near it. So everybody's out. There's a zone, a safety zone, of which you, you can go on the other side. You seem to be okay. But it's you'd see the aerial shots of this thing, oh, yeah. especially at night. Yeah. Oh man! So it's not just one area that's bubbling up; it's dozens and dozens. Especially when it comes through the roads, and the roads start buckling. Boy, I sure want to move there, don't you? And by the way, now they're worried that all of the the toxic gases could cause acid rain on top of it all. Uh, and Giuliani does it again. Maybe. Bill, I want your opinion on how bad this is. Uh, Fresh off telling Hannity that Trump reimbursed Michael Cohen for the Stormy Daniels payout. He goes on this week with George Stephanopoulos and he talks about basically, hey, that was Michael Cohen's job if something came up. And so George Stephanopoulos says, did Michael Cohen make payments to other women for the president? And Juliana goes, I have no knowledge of that, but I would think if it was necessary, yes. All right. How bad is this? Uh, A couple things. First of all. I I think what there are plenty of other women, you know that because, you know, Donald Trump. And I think it's going to be sort of a preempting that it could be get ready for the next one or there are plenty out there and we don't know if they're coming. That's one. Uh, Number two, uh, I don't think it matters at all to his base. I don't think they care. They already know what one woman, two women, 10 women. Does he care? And even if he, he it'll get to the point, of course, he'll deny, 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 deny. But. Does he care whether do you care if you're a Trump supporter, whether it's two or 20? No, of course not. He might as well just say, yeah. And and move on and just move on. And again, when another one comes up, all he has to do is say, and another one's come up. And because that's certainly the way his supporters look at it. All right, we're going to come back and do more handle on the news. Well, I don't know. Take my shoes off and Take a fight. Handle here on a 
Monday, uh, big stories that we're uh, covering. Oh, oil is now uh, above 70 bucks a barrel. Get ready for a lot of expensive gas. Rudy Giuliani, we're going to talk about that. Has he put his foot in his mouth? Has he put both feet in his mouth? Don't know the answer. Well, I do, but we'll talk to John Thomas a little later on. 7 o'clock, actually. All right, more handle on the news. Uh, welcome back to Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Thank you, and there's a storm a-coming, baby. All right, now we're back. Uh, more handle on the news. Okay, uh, storms are coming. <laughs> Jennifer. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Stormy Daniels on SNL over the weekend. And, of course, you got Alec Baldwin doing his Trump impersonation. And she said to him, I know you don't believe in climate change, but a storm's a coming, baby. Yep. Oh, my God, the writing. And really? she delivered the live from New York line. Uh, they get the gets. Uh, the, the the interesting ones. I mean, the ones that are just everybody cares about. And, uh, for example, they could get the Pope next week. But the Pope would have had to have done something. For example, he would have had to have a relationship with Stormy Daniels. And uh, they would have grabbed the uh, the Pope to do it. I mean, that's Saturday Night Live. Man, I just love it. I love it. All the right. video's up on your page, KFIAIM640.com, keyword handle. Hey, attorney, here's a get. Attorney General Jeff Sessions will be visiting the U.S.-Mexico border today. Yep, he'll be there. The press conference is at 1 with uh, ICE Deputy Director Thomas Homan. They have not disclosed where that press briefing is taking place yet. Yep. Now, uh, President Trump uh, was there in March at Ote Mesa. Homeland Security Secretary uh, Christian Nelson was at Calexico uh, and that was, uh, I think, the last couple months. Uh, then Vice President Mike Pence uh, was at the El Centro border station. I mean, they're all making a pilgrimage to the border. This is the Hajj. This is El Hajj. When we were on the, uh, we were on a bus in Ensenada going up to the blowhole thing there, and our tour guide actually, in the middle of his like, oh hey, look over here, here's the Corona plant, blah blah blah, gets political. And he's like, hey, I want you guys to look around and see that this is the real Mexico and you want to build this border wall. And, bl- and I thought, oh, my God, we're on vacation. And yet we've got this political guy on the you know, CB thing telling us we can't shut him up. But it was just crazy that they, and I think he was upset about the border wall. But then we talked to other people who were like, yeah, yeah, put it up. We don't care. So, But I'm sure whatever session says, Trump's going to be listening because he said that we might have to close up our country over border security. Yeah, uh, no one knows exactly what that means. The assumption is, of course, that the budget, uh, he will he'll veto uh, the budget, which just shuts down uh, the United States for whatever period of time until it's opened up again. He, but remember, he has to sign off. If the, if the president doesn't sign off on the budget, the government does stop. If the House, uh, the Senate and the House doesn't vote, or the House doesn't vote, then the, uh, that's it. Then the government stops. So now couple of things going on. I want to talk more with John Thomas coming up in an hour. Uh, is this a political statement? Is he going this far to prove to his base that one of the major, major points of his campaign uh, has to be fulfilled, the promise that he's made? Uh, and or uh, is it uh, is he that dedicated to the proposition that all men are not created Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> And apparently not French and not British. Uh, people in 
France, people in the United Kingdom, very upset with the president. Not all of them, but some of them over his speech to the NRA. One thing he did is he talked about the knife attack problems that they have in London, which is a completely true situation where they have seen an uptick in murders by knife. Uh, but he described it as a war zone, and there's blood all over the walls of this hospital. There, It's as bad as a military war zone hospital. Knives, 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 knives. That's what he said and made a stabbing gesture. And then uh, in France, they're mad because he was talking about the 2015 terrorist attacks. He wanted to make the point that if there had been good people with guns, they could have stopped them. So he mimicked the gunmen uh, calling people over to kill them. Boom, come over here. Boom, come over here. So uh, people are not pleased. And uh, again, I should say some people. According to uh, the uh, doctor or the administrator, the hospital administrator in England, uh, he's the, he's screaming, saying, I, I never said anything like that. I mean, you're taking it totally out of context. Uh, gunshot wounds are at least twice as lethal as any knife injuries. They're more difficult to repair. And uh, th- this is crazy. It's, again, is this considered a lie? Oh, well, it's the president taking a statement and then exploding it. And, uh, again, going to talk to John about that because uh, does it matter? The only I was thinking, does it? Uh, here, here is a thought that I had, and that is, and we're getting some, uh, we're getting some backlash now from Kim Jong Un about the the ne- uh, nuclearization language. What if Trump comes back and says Kim has agreed to denuclearize? Kim says you're crazy. Trump says, oh, you did it, and any reporting that you didn't do it is fake news. I mean, that's just a thought that I had. Now, is that beyond credulity? No. No. The point I'm making is it's Fox just reported, by the way, the headline is uh, the Trump administration argues there is no credibility gap. There is no credibility issue with the White House. Huh? Where do you go with this? So, oh, yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be back and uh, do more handle on the news. It is a Monday morning. I like that you back here and there's plenty more handle the news but first uh wayne you have uh some information yeah come see bill handles face right in your face donate now to help the american red cross initiative to get prepared california you and a guest will mix and mingle with the kfi crew it's an exclusive evening at the beautiful oue sky space in los angeles you'll have cocktails and appetizers you'll meet the whole kfi team there's a live q a session with the host photo opportunities You have to be 21 years or older to attend. They're limited tickets. Get them before they're gone. For more details, log on to KFIAM640.com, keyword mixer. All right, back we go to more handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee, back from the Carnival Wars, Wayne Resnick, and uh, me. Do you remember that story where an off-duty police officer thought he saw a guy steal Mentos from a convenience store, and so he pulled his gun? Fresh goes better with this one because the officer, after he pulled his gun, he says, you know, give that back and says, I'm a police officer, that sort of thing. Well, the guy had already paid for the Mentos, but the reason the story is back in the news two months afterwards is because we're finally seeing video now of what went down. It went down exactly the way it said. 
now, the police chief said he, did, he didn't point the gun mm-hmm. at uh, the individual in front of him, Mr. Mentos purchaser, but uh, he, and he didn't have his finger anywhere near the trigger. So there wasn't any real risk. But he thought a guy had shoplifted Mentos and pulls a gun out, as opposed to simply pulling a badge out and saying, police officer, put that back. Uh, and then as soon as he said, but I paid for it, and he did. He asked the clerk, is that true? Uh, yes. Asked him again, is that true? And the clerk said, yes, yes, he paid for it. And then uh, the cop turned it to uh, the, uh, the victim, if you will, and apologized profusely. But still, pulling a gun out. For uh, a pack of Mentos is... A little extreme. Yeah, just a little. So he's in some trouble, I would think. And uh, Excuse me, turn my mic on. And uh, another cop not in trouble when he was called to pull two Native American brothers off of a college tour. Thomas Gray and Lloyd Gray drove hours, seven hours from their home in New Mexico to Colorado State University to take a campus tour. And while they were on the tour... One of the mothers on the tour decided that they were suspicious. It's still unclear really why she thought they were suspicious, other than they did show up late, so they weren't there right at the beginning. And they were wearing hoodies, and they weren't white. And so she calls the cops. Now, the cops come. The whole thing's on their body cams. The cops were totally professional, you know, You're on the tour, yes. How'd you sign up for the tour? Okay, hey, don't put your hands in your pockets. We're just talking to you. And then eventually they were like, okay, go back to the tour. But But it it was too late. late. The tour was gone. Right. And they can't get another tour now. That's just great. And they're not going to drive another seven uh, seven hours. What they should have done is put feathers on their hoodie. Oh, yeah. Did they say that they were Native Americans? Yeah. Oh, wow. No. And you know what? I don't think they want to go to that school now anyway if that's the, the... well, there is a tone on campus. Well, Colorado State has had problems with all kinds of racism. There have been racist uh, graffiti, and there was a paper news, and uh, there was uh, some other stuff going on. Well, NASA has stopped online voting for a high school science challenge. Wait till you hear why. Apparently, some trolls tried to manipulate voting and didn't speak too highly of a group of African-American female students who had pulled into the lead and said, I'm angry that this is forced diversity. Yeah, just just crazy racist stuff. But here was, I was watching this last night on the news, and I'm thinking you have science experiments and pretty sophisticated stuff. When yeah. you talk about uh, these high school science uh, finalists in these uh, various uh, science uh, contests, uh, it's... You know, this is really high-end stuff. What are they doing having Americans vote on this? Wouldn't you have just a group, a panel of experts that NASA would choose? Yeah, like we know anything. Yeah, this is American Idol. Come on. Although it's it's their way of trying to get more people interested in science. So I understand that aspect of it. And by letting people vote, it gives them uh, some stake but how, in it. But here's the question. How did, what does anybody know what the science they is know. of this? They, they have don't. no idea. It's personality. It's look at me. I have the dimples. Therefore, you know, how does a bowling ball work versus how do you produce a new Mars rover that's going to do far more than any rover we put up there? Oh, I like the bowling ball people. Well, the voting stopped, so you got yeah. what you wanted, Bill. Were you the guy on 4chan who started all of this, Bill? I did not. No. Okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, a stern warning 
to us from Iran. Jennifer Jones Lee just got a stern warning. I did. You were that back of the boat. <laughs> that was just stupid. That was just stupid. <laughs> President Rouhani was on television and he said that uh, he said two things. If we abandon the nuclear deal, it would be a, a historic mistake. And he also said they have plans for whatever decision President Trump makes. If he stays in, we have a plan. If he is out, we have a plan. Well, that's easy. If he's out, uh, they're going to go balls to the wall and rebuild their nuclear program. And uh, if we stay in, then they hold off until all the money is paid and the sanctions are lifted. Then they go balls to the walls to build their nuclear program. And the president's right when he said this is the worst deal we've ever ever entered into. The problem is, does a president abrogate a deal that the United States became part of? And now it tells the rest of the world, don't trust us. We'll cut a deal. But if we don't like it with the next administration, we're going to undo it. And that's a problem. That is a problem. And then there's some technical crap that's being thrown. Oh, we didn't sign it. It has to be ratified by the Senate. It never has. As, you know what? Presidents have such enormous power. They can cut deals all day long without the Senate getting near it. So anyway, we'll see what happens. And he's got a week to cut this deal, a week to find out if we're in or out. And it looks like we're going out, according to Pompeo, our new Secretary of State. All right. Uh, we'll come back and finish it up. If I handle here on a Monday, May uh, the 7th, uh, we just did an Instagram at Bill Handel Show. And I, I don't even know what they do three quarters of the time. So Wayne comes around. All I know is he has a little cell phone. And all of a sudden there's the camera, you know, on the, the camera on the cell phone. And he's videoing something. So anyway, uh, you'll see my response to it. Well, it's about because you got a new haircut. Yeah, typical stuff. That's what inspired us yeah. this morning. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's finish it up. Handle on the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Hey, Idaho State University just found out it's bad to lose plutonium. I got bills. I got Even better than that, weapons grade plutonium. Oh. Well, if you're going to lose it, I guess go big, right? So they've uh, got a fine of $8,500. They had this small amount of this weapons grade plutonium. And they, the plutonium is used, uh, oh, you know, to make like bombs or something, according to the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And uh, they're saying that uh, the amount is not sufficient to actually build a weapon, but it could be used in a dirty bomb to then spread radiation. Yeah, I don't think terrorists got hold of it. I think they just misplaced it. I think also, so, too. Quick question. What's more expensive, uh, an ounce, a, a gram of plutonium, plutonium or a gram of meth? Oh, plutonium. For sure. Depends on the quality of the meth, I would think. There is no such thing as quality meth. Really? I, bad I can assure you. Did you ever see Breaking Bad? <laughs> uh, I did see Breaking there Bad. Is... That, was a, that was a fiction television show, you are aware. Huh. But it's still possible. Yeah. Thank mm. you. <laughs> hey, uh, Gina Haspel, President Trump's nominee to head the CIA, got some cold feet over the weekend. <laughs> On Friday, she had a meeting at the White House where uh, they were, ta- I guess, getting her ready for her confirmation hearing. And she said, you know what? This seems like it's going to be really brutal on me because of the whole secret prison that I was involved in. Yeah. And I might be asked about torture. You know what? Maybe I should just step aside right. and we don't have to do this. And, the White- and then she went back to her office. And so they dispatched Sarah Huckabee Sanders and this guy, Mark Short, who's uh, the legislative affairs guy, they go to her office and talk her back into it. 
As of right and, now, and, she's still going to try. And she should. She should. she should. She's eminently qualified, probably one of the most qualified people, certainly most qualified woman, although that doesn't make any difference whether she's male or female. But it, uh, she moved up out of sheer merit through the CIA. And at that time, it was legal. At that time, it was. I know, that was part of our policy. The idea that she somehow was singularly transgressive I know. is not correct. If you want to criticize what the agency was doing, it's the entire agency. And the administration. Yep. That allowed waterboarding. I mean, unless you can actually say Gina Haspel was the one who decided, hey, I've got this idea. Let's waterboard. Well, maybe it was just allowed. And she said, we're going to allow water, uh, waterboarding right. in this circumstance. But anyway, at, at some point you go, come on, you're going to have transgressions uh, that are completely insane. Uh, you had, for example, Senator Byrd of uh, was he uh, North South Carolina? He'd been around the Senate. You've had Robert Byrd? Uh, West was, Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. Yeah. A virulent a racist, virulent clan member. Yeah, for a when, while. He, when he started in the Senate, he became uh, just uh, a guy who went the other way. Uh, Lyndon Johnson, uh, anti-black, uh, when he started in uh, Texas as a congressman, and uh, he is responsible, of course, for the Civil Rights Act of eighteen of nineteen sixty five, which is probably the most. Uh, important single civil rights act that had ever been passed by a president. And uh, so it's where you are. Let's look at history. I mean, there there is context here. All right. Remember those two FBI officials who were having the affair and then they had some like really anti-Trump tweets back and forth to each other. And they were supposed they were previously members of Robert uh, Mueller's special counsel team. They've decided ah, we're going to resign. As they should. Well, the no. I Why? mean, the guy. It's not. They're not the couple. One, the woman, Lisa Page. She was part of the couple with the FBI agent Mark Strunk. Well, yeah, that's right. That's, that's true. He, she, it, she, and he already's out. Jim Baker is an additional. Is a right. dis, is another guy, and he his problem was he had some connections to Christopher Steele, who wrote the uh, dossier. But anyway, they have both resigned from the end. Now, see, there was a, t- a tweet from Donald Trump this morning that said, you know, the angry Democrats in charge of the Russian witch hunt. I'm paraphrasing. But then he says, just wait till the courts get to see your unrevealed conflicts of interest. And I wonder if he's going to say that there was conflict of interest, obviously, with Robert Mueller's investigation. And could he be pointing to people like this? Yes. To knows? Baker and Page. I'm sure. I'm sure. All of this to... Make sure that we don't pay attention to the really important stuff. World War III is about to start, but who cares? No, here's the really important thing. If you've ever wanted to try a pizza from Patsy's Pizzeria in Harlem, one of the most iconic pizza restaurants in the world, you don't have to go there this week because JetBlue will bring one to you. From May 9th, <laughs> from May 9th through May 11th, they'll fly every day. They're going to fly 350 cheese pizzas and uh, pepperoni pizzas from JFK to LAX. And then apparently if you live in the right areas, which means geographically desirable for them, uh, you could order one and they'll bring it to you right to your door. It's a five and a half hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the pizza has to be delivered to the airport. So let's give it six hours at best. 
And what, what do you do with it? And then L.A. Seat? traffic, so yeah. it's at least another hour to your house. So uh, I'm assuming either they well, if they try to keep it warm, the thing is going to be cardboard. Yeah. Uh, if it and by the way, if it was Domino's, it starts at cardboard, which I love. <laughs> and it's uh, I mean, obviously it's a publicity stunt, but really. Five and a half. Maybe uh, they're six. frozen. Is it possible they're coming frozen? Then you can. Why don't they ship them frozen? What good is might, frozen yeah. delivery? You throw it on a truck. Six hour pizza isn't that bad. College kids lives off of like 16 hour pizza. That's a good point. Or 16 day pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. All right. We're done, guys. Coming up, John Thomas. Oh, we got Giuliani to talk about. We have the president to talk about. We have uh, lies, if you want to call them lies or exaggerations to talk about. Oh, we've got so much. And that's all. And don't forget, we have uh, the Republican run for the governor. That is in the news. So we'll come back with all of that. KFI AM 640.